What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Right Life Podcast. I'm Boomer. I'm McQueen. And today we get to talk about sports, 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 sports. I'm a huge <laughs> sports guy. So let's dive in, guys. Here we go. guys welcome back to the right life podcast we're so glad to have y'all with us again today um it's well it was it's super bowl week we just had the super bowl we just had the super bowl super bowl sunday was just the other day so that was fun we had wings so it was a good night guys it was it was delicious (laughs) our favorite team didn't win or our team of choice i guess our team of we're big jalen hurts fans from from our bama Mm -hmm. yeah he he got that Bama connection with but it with a few of the players. Holmes is amazing as well. Very true, and both teams. I mean, it was that was a great game. So gotta gotta hand it to both teams. That's that's the kind of game that you want to see. For uh, a both Super teams Bowl. really mm-hmm. showed up, and they both uh, played their hearts out. Yeah, and absolutely. You can see it, the passion on both teams. I totally agree. And the other thing I just really love about it is, and it made it hard to, you know, you couldn't be upset about the uh, the Chiefs because I've always liked the Chiefs um, and Patrick Mahomes because they've both quarterbacks really seem to be sold out for God, and they yeah. openly speak about their faith, and they put God first, and they they talk about it. And so, um, so cool. we obviously don't know them personally. But it's just really cool to see that on a platform like the NFL, in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. So. Uh, to be able to be on that platform, mm-hmm. to be able to be in the eyes of so many people and still pr- profess your love for Christ and yeah, uh, give statement. him all the glory. I mean, that's pretty that's cool. Huge. I'm going to cheer for him. So anyways. I mean, but if Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts want to come on the podcast, I guess we would have them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they can get, get in line. I'm just kidding. We'll put you at the front of the line. <laughs> but anyways, that was awesome. So we just kind of wanted to chat a little bit about, like, we're sports people. so like We are. And being involved in it ourselves and also as coaches, which we'll get into a little bit, um, we just, there's so many things that sports have taught us. So, Boomer, I mean, what, what are... The importance of sports, guys. That's what we're going to get into. And it just I just love sports. <laughs> love he's, it. He's getting fired up. He's going to go out here and, like, ah uh, Yeah wrestle or something but what do you feel like are your greatest or like one your top two let's say greatest takeaways in sports or like that sports taught you greatest takeaways mm-hmm. well my, I for for me it was uh the tough love uh ah. that my coaches gave me um because okay. I needed it I needed that tough love of you know what boy get up do it again if it's not if it's not dangling or or <laughs> bleeding you're okay. I promise you'll get through it. I mean, that was a big thing for me. Um, okay. And that's personally, uh, personally, that's, that was a huge thing. And so what, other, did, that, what did that teach you? Well, that taught me just to keep pushing through. Okay. Um, even, even though it may be hurting, even though, and it doesn't have to be physical hurt. You could have, you know, when you're little, it could have been, Oh, it just hurt feeling. Yep. You know, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody, you know, somebody took the ball. They stole the ball from me when I was playing soccer or, oh, I threw a bad throw to first base and he missed it. Ah, you know, that type of stuff. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be physical. It could be uh, mentally, you got to mm-hmm. be mentally tough as well. And that's the way my coaches taught me is like, so you like, have to push through those things. Yeah. So really like overcoming adversity and mental overcoming toughness. adversity. Yes. And then another one was, and it comes from a, quote from Wayne Gretzky uh-huh. and it's the you know if you miss a hundred you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take oh that's good and then when they when they told me that that's you know I had to think of that over and over and over again and then it started becoming uh who I was as a player because okay. 
if I didn't go for that shot, if I didn't swing that bat that time, yeah, you never know. And then it plays in your head over and over again as like an what athlete. What you could have accomplished. What you could have accomplished versus I tried my hardest. I know I put I laid it all out on the field. And that's what we were just talking about. Those Super Bowl players, yeah. they laid it all out on the field. They they left it there. And then um, they knew, hey, that – I did my best. I gave it my all. I gave it my all. And that's something that we try to instill in our in our son. Like, hey, you know, it's <laughs> watching five year old sports is um, especially coming from com- being competitive. <laughs> yes, it is not. It is not parents. the best for us right <laughs> We're now. We're learning a lot. We though. are learning a whole lot. But telling him to go work hard, do your best, you know, have fun. Practice makes permanent. Like we're trying to instill that, mm-hmm. and we're also learning, like you said, <laughs> mm-hmm. that. It's a process for young kids and for adults and to for learn adults. as well. <laughs> so yeah, he came out of um, a basketball game the other day and they had gotten beat like what twenty eight to nothing. Yes, I don't think he, he ever touched the ball. He killed. ran really fast and he looked at his shoes to make sure his shoes were the coolest. He had his hand in his mouth playing with try- his. I don't even know. He what was it trying was. to do Michael Jordan faces. Is Michael what he Jordan told me with, with his tongue because he. <laughs> And at the end of the game, Mom, we got a medal. Again, he did not touch the and ball. We're not big participation medal fans. No, we don't love that. But you know what? It's teaching us because he he ran his fastest and he had fun. So that's winning it. That's what we do, that's what we took away from it. He yeah. ran his fastest, and we were very proud that he ran really fast up and down the court. Amen. So and he made a pass. That was about it. Oh, he, he did. He I did okay, I lied. He did touch the ball. <laughs> All right. Anything else or another? Any other? top one for you? I mean, those, those were a couple of things that always resonate with me, even to this day in everyday life, because, uh, that's what I use. That's what I use. I mean, mm-hmm. all those experiences that I had as a player in sports kind of define me as a person today and who I am today. And those were just a couple of the ones that really continue to resonate within me. Yeah. How about you? I think probably one of the biggest ones would be, and they kind of go hand in hand, but that would be like commitment and discipline. And I feel like as an athlete and especially as a high level athlete, I mean, you have to sacrifice an awful lot for, you know, you sacrifice what you want right now for what you want in the future, what you really want. Um, And I think we all get just with instant gratification, we get tied up and distracted by the things that we want to do now, or we want to go to now, or we would just, that we want right now instead of what do I really want? So what do I need to get up, give up to get to what that oh. ultimate goal is? So that's something I feel like was really huge for me. And as, as a gymnast, you know, we used to train 40 plus hours a week. So there was a lot of sacrificing pretty much anything and everything that was not gymnastics. And our, in our family did it as well, mm-hmm. made a lot of sacrifices. Um, but it, it also at the same time taught me really how to manage my time because we still oh. all have the same 24 hours in a day and like when I look at what I used to do in a day and you know I feel like I'm so busy right now but I'm like in comparison you know we used to have go to school do eight hours of workouts in addition to maybe additional like cardio or things like that did homework like slept a full night's sleep I don't like I'm like did I have 40 hours in my day I don't really know but (laughs) you just you learn how to manage your time and I don't feel like I would be as good at managing my time now if it wasn't for athletics so I feel like those are some of the biggest things that I can uh, I mean there's there's tons there's but tons. teamwork and you know just resilience and goal setting wow. yeah. I'd say that that's one more just setting goal goals. setting oh that's a huge thing setting goals in mm-hmm. in everything I remember that's one thing my coaches did for us they thought all right what's your goal for the week month 
season. Yeah, not just you know? one, but like looking long term. Yeah, long term well. as well, because not just the short term goal. That's why he made us set a goal for you know specific time frames mm-hmm. so that we could. Well, it makes you you put a plan into place to get to that goal. Yeah. Absolutely, because that's that, and that's what they helped us with. Is exactly helped us plan to meet and achieve our goals. Yep, absolutely. And, oh, that that helps so much. Mm-hmm. And I think people that don't learn that early on, they have a more difficult time with setting goals and how to set realistic goals and how to plan for the future and just be able to make those plans to, to, you know, I think it makes you more productive later on in life. So I feel like there's just so many things so many that things. I could go on and on about that sports have given us. But interestingly, both Boomer and I coached as, as well. well. We, yeah. So we, we see have this from a so, few perspectives. Yeah. We, we get to see it from the athlete perspective and a lot of you growing up got to see and know yourself as an athlete in in high school and in college. But we were also privileged enough to do it on the side of coaching as well. And we got to see see and learn a lot, even just from the kids that we coached. So what do you feel like you learned from those kids that you coached? Oh, what did I learn? Yeah, you you said you learned from them. (laughs) Well, I, I learned a lot. And uh, one of the most specific things that I learned very early on in my coaching career, if you want to say, is that every child is different in the way that you coach them. You can't coach, you can't coach one child and then another child the same. Yeah. That they're not all like me. They're not all like you. They weren't all like my best friend growing up. That I remember how he was. They are all different, and. You have to coach them all different. Yeah, and kind of figure out what makes them tick. Kind of, (laughs) yes, exactly. Figure out what makes them tick and what makes them perform to the best of their abilities. Mm -hmm. And something that I also saw is a lot of parents don't understand that either. Yeah. And because they're they're sitting off in a distance and they may not see that. The kids may not see that and understand why a coach is treating each individual athlete differently. Yeah, it's just really amazing how much our athletes taught us and maybe even taught us more than we taught them. I think one thing for me I just didn't realize was how much I wouldn't just be coaching them from like a physical or like athletic perspective or standpoint, but also, you know, emotionally and, you know, mentally and really trying to help prepare them prepare them for life. Like it didn't matter as much what we were teaching them on the athletic floor, but really just preparing them and giving them those life skills kind of that we talked about in the beginning, the things, you know, that we really took away from sports. Um, yeah. And then I don't know about you, but like, you know, there was a lot of kids that I coached that you didn't know what their home life was like, or you knew it was not a great home life. So like mm. coming into the gym was their safe space and maybe they weren't the best athlete. They weren't going to be the best. They weren't going to get the college scholarship, but for them, it was fun. It was safe. They had people who loved them there and realizing that that was not just as, but more important than coaching those really high level kids. Very true. I so. mean, to be able to invest in the, into them, in the way that they need it. I, I understand that as a coach as well, because there are those kids. Yeah. And like, I love that you said invest. It's like really, it was, it was an opportunity for us to invest in them um, and really build them up and prepare them and um, just know that they, that they're loved. And I think, you know, we coached, we both coached at a gym that was a Christian gym. And so we were really yeah. able to teach them, you know, about God and that Jesus loved them and how to honor God with, you know, through their sport and just really, you know, 
biblical truths that maybe they never had heard before. So that was really an honor for us. And as a coach, you just never know how much you're impacting a a student athlete. Mm -hmm. You just never know. Yeah. And it's like those are such impressionable years. And like you really get to be their role model. I mean, really, they may not have someone else that they look up to. And that's a I mean, a responsibility, again, that we do not take lightly. And that's something else that we learned as coaches is, uh, and you didn't notice it at the beginning, is you are a role model Mm -hmm. to them. Absolutely. And I think the the coolest thing with that is even those athletes that maybe, you know, you didn't connect with as well or you butted heads or maybe they just thought you were mean. I I mean, I had those kids (laughs) that later on in life reach out and are like, Thank Thank you you so much for pushing me or thank you so much for believing in me. I had no idea how much you cared about me and loved me, but I know now. And those are, I know you have too. I've had plenty of those. Those are the, those are so rewarding Mm -hmm. because at the time you're like, man, this is, I mean, at the time you may be upset and mad as a coach, but it was still hard Mm -hmm. um, to do and to, to help them. Uh, progress in the yeah. ways that they may need. You may need to sit them. You may need to bench them. You may, may need to do other things that they think is the end of the world. But or they think you, they don't, you don't like them. Right. But then they come back and say, that was the best thing for me. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's, that's just, it's kind of goes along with, you know, parenting and discipline. Discipline's never enjoyable, maybe at the time, whatever that, it, you know, that looks like, but it's, there is a reason and a purpose mm. for it. And it's to prepare you for greater things and instill and create values in you that they're going to come back and pay off and be, make you, you know, a better person. And um, in the real world. So I mean, it's so true. So true. This makes and me miss coaching. It makes, but... <laughs> makes me miss coaching, makes me miss all my athletes yeah. in the past. Yeah. And uh, just the fun times and the hard times. Yep. Yep. Just like anything, there's always the hard times. Absolutely. And how, I mean, this is so cool just to be able to express how important I believe uh, sports is in kids' life, yeah. in athletes' life, in coaches' lives. Um, and I mean, maybe if you're a coach that's listening that, you know, it's, there's a lot of frustration and grind and beating your head against the wall. Like you are so important so important, and impactful, making a way bigger impact than you realize. And that's something maybe we should touch on later on in the mm-hmm. next few weeks this year is touch on coaching because we yeah. have so many experiences of that, that we would love to love to share with some other coaches out there or even mm-hmm. family members yeah, that don't sure. understand it sometimes. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll put that on the Put that on, on the, the list. schedule. Yeah, for sure. Because I would love <laughs> to go into this a little bit more. So, well, since all of us are super motivated right now, how about we end with a couple sports quotes? Oh, those are the best. Well, you got one? Oh, yeah. This is, has always been like one of my favorites growing up. Um, but it's Peekaboo Street, the uh, downhill skier. Uh-huh. But to uncover your true potential, you first must find your own limits and then you have to have the guts to blow past them. Oh, and I, like I love that. that because that's like, you know, that whole. You could have a certain level of talent, but talent's going work or hard work is going to overcome, overcome any talent. So it's kind of like that. What's my Man. limit? Well, I'm going to have the guts to blow past it. <laughs> that's that's good. So. I know I shared one earlier, but I got another. All right. It's Babe Ruth. Okay. Never let the fear of striking out get mm. in your way. I mean, come on, guys. Don't don't ever let it get in your way from what you really want to do. Yep. And that's, and that's kind of goes for life. Yeah, and that's kind of like the one you shared with about Wayne Gretzky. You know, you miss all the shots yep. that you don't take. It's like if you don't try, you never know. So you never know. Put it all out there. Give it your best. Yes. 110%. So we just wanted to leave you with that. Guys, thanks again so much for tuning in to the Right Life Podcast. Don't forget about our swag, too. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Go on to our, check out our Instagram, Right Life Podcast, and we are having winners the next two weeks. We're sending out swag to our winners. So you have to go on, um, like our post, tag four friends, and you will be entered into the And if you drawing. know of anybody else that wants to join us and listen in, hey, invite them. That'd yep. be awesome. Comment, leave leave us uh, ratings, and then tell us also if there's anything that you want us to talk about. Yeah, we would love those suggestions. So Absolutely. Well, guys, y'all have a wonderful and blessed day. We love you, and Boomer out. Bye, guys. Think and start whenever you please. Hello. Hey guys, welcome back to the Right Life Podcast with McQueen. And Boomer, <laughs> even though we just announced ourselves again. Oh, I don't want you to did do it. That one. <laughs> then I don't want that one. <laughs>